We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen for Game Week 22 in the Premier League. We got eight bets coming to everyone. Three games to break down. Chris, you moved last time we talked. You were you were about to move. Uh, you're in your new your new recording studio here. Uh, so how's it going over there? It's good, Adam. Good to be back. I feel like it's been about 12 days, I think, since our last episode. I'm in the new spot. It's been you know. Just a lot of moving boxes, hanging frames, putting stuff together, taking stuff apart, all that good stuff. But yeah, 12 days since we last talked. And even prior to that, we had done back-to-back game weeks where it was four games, I think, was one week, four or five games. So we haven't had like a good, healthy 10-match slate in, you know, probably over a month, probably about a month now. So yeah, it was our Christmas cookie episode. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been over a month now. Um yeah, excited to have a full 10 games to pick from. I mean, we usually in the parlay we had been doing the last couple episodes, it was like we would do three games and then there would be about one or two games left. And um, we kind of have to pick from that. And so uh, nice to have a full slate of, uh, of any game we want to select here. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. And yeah, we're, we're in the new stew. Uh, so ready to chop up some bets. Chop up some bets. Yeah, if you haven't checked out the uh, top three Christmas cookie episode, make sure to check that out. Go to go to our YouTube page over on Rotowire Soccer. We talked a little bit about Christmas cookies. That was I don't even know game week nineteen maybe. Uh, it was that was a long time ago. It was before Boxing Day, <laughs> or it might have been Boxing Day matches. I don't know. It was. We might we might have to for Valentine's Day. We might have to cook something up. Top three top three flowers. <laughs> Top three ways to disappoint your significant other on Valentine's Day. <laughs> That'll probably be a little more fun. But as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, we got three games on the slate. Luton Town, Brighton, Liverpool, Chelsea, Wolverhampton, Manchester United. Three different matches, and I think all three pretty interesting and different games to talk about here. But Tuesday, we got five games going on. This first game we're talking about, Luton Town, our home against Brighton. Luton Town are plus 340 to win. Brighton are minus 130. The draw is plus 300. And we're looking at over two and a half goals is minus 155. Under two and a half goals is plus 125. If you want over three and a half, 
That is plus 165. So Luton Town, they're at home. They still don't have Kabore, who I think actually plays today in the uh, African nation, Cup of Nations. Uh, Brighton still don't have Miedema, and I believe Adinger is still away as well. But so Brighton coming off a 5-2 win at Sheffield United in the FA Cup. Luton Town coming off a 2-1 win at Everton in the FA Cup. So two teams uh, coming off wins in cup play. Brighton are still a decent favorite despite being away from home. How do you think this game plays out? Luton Town have been a pretty good side at home this season. Do you think that comes into play here? Yeah, really interesting matchup here. You, I mean, you mentioned Brighton in a pretty rich vein of form right now. They they, they have just come off like two pretty sizable FA Cup matches. I was looking at their schedule, and they literally they haven't played in the Premier League since New Year's Day, or I guess the second, since January 2nd. They had back-to-back FA Cup matches, no EPL games. They, they beat Stoke 4-2 and Sheffield uh, 5-2. So a couple Cup matches, maybe haven't been playing in the league as of late. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That was a way I was looking at a way, but so basically they, they haven't, you know, they've been pretty strong lately. Luton town at home you mentioned is, is really, is really, they've been pretty, they've been improving quite a bit. I was looking at their home record. Um, and it, it's pretty strong overall. They, they've taken some points from some good teams. Um, last four matches, they had two FA cup matches in a row there. They beat Bolton beat Everton two one. Um, and then they got draws against Burnley and then Luton Town previously. Um, so it's been Bolton. interesting. First leg of that Bolton leg. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that was a, a replay. So I think you said Luton Town drew themselves. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Luton, they were nil nil at home against Bolton and then they got the win away at Bolton. So yeah. um, they have, you know, they've been taking points, I guess, and, and at least playing for replays. They've been pretty strong overall. I, despite Brighton, you know, playing pretty well lately. I like Luton at home. I think they, they were, you know, seconds away from a win over Arsenal. They got points off of Liverpool at home, arguably could have won that as well. Um, they, they've just been pretty, pretty solid overall at home. And I just like, you know, I, I just kind of like, I like them as an underdog here. I like the double chance. Um, it's at minus minus one ten, So nearly, nearly even odds, but I, I think they, I, you know, it's a little. I'm a little weary of it, but I, I love them to maybe take a point here, a surprise point, and um, keep keep what they've got going um, going at home for them. Any concerns about that one? No, I'm, I'm kind of thinking the same as you here. Luton Town at home. I don't know. If, I don't think you read the record off, but uh, I guess it isn't that good. But if you look at the goal differential, it is a little different. Um, I guess they have the same they have the same record home and away. So maybe we shouldn't be talking up Luton Town at home, but <laughs> uh, I mean, typically, they've only typically a team's getting more points at at home than away. Yeah. Like I mean Yeah, they they've only allowed 17 goals at home in 10 home matches, which is I is mean nine of, nine, of the, nine of those came against Arsenal, City and Chelsea, so Yeah, I, I was just looking at that recent Chelsea match. Uh, they went down 2-0 in the first half. Chelsea had two goals in the first half, and they had .35 XG from those goals. I, I Honestly, I can't remember that game, so I'm not going to talk like I know. I remember yeah. what happened there, but Chelsea got a couple goals, and then Luton Town kind of racked up opportunities and almost got a couple late goals. It was 3-0, then they got two goals late and almost made it 3-3 at the end there. But um, So that was probably their last home game. Uh, in league play, no, it was. It was it was December thirtieth there, 
Yeah. And yeah, as you said, Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, those are their prior uh, home names. And then they beat Newcastle 1-0. So you look at it like, okay, there's a lot of difficult home matches. They've also already played Tottenham and Liverpool at home. So, I mean, we could look at these home away records and it's pretty clear a lot of these home matches have been against top five, top six sides. So I guess that has to go into it a little bit there. Uh, as for Brighton, Brighton are playing okay. You know, they got that five goals against Sheffield United. They've been using a this formation here, uh, kind of like a 4-3-1-2. They, I know they changed it up against Sheffield United, but I think they're going to go back to this formation with James Milner and Gross and Gilmore in the midfield. And that's been a little more defensive than, than kind of what we've seen from from Brighton under Deserby. And I just think that you throw that in with Luton Town at home, coming off with some confidence against winning against Arsenal. Uh, I actually found a decent bit of value here with my bet. So I'm going Luton Town race to five corners. Uh, this was plus 240 on Monday. It is now plus 220. So mm. the odds are changing for, for a reason here. But Luton Town are just a team that I, I kind of like taking – some kind of corner bets when they're an underdog, because uh, I think I took them over four and a half corners against Everton uh, in the FA cup and they finished with six or something like that at Everton. Um, so it, I, it's just like a team that, that can, you know, go on the wings and get corners, win corners through Dowdy, through Agbene on the wings and could put pressure on opposing teams back line. And as for Brighton, they've been a little hit or miss in terms of actually getting corners uh, because they've been playing a little differently, maybe through centrally more so than than crossing the ball, like the days of Solomon March kind of a thing. They've been using uh, Juananote kind of playing in a more central role and with Joe Pedro and Danny Welbeck in there, like those guys aren't crossing it from out wide. So that that usually leads to inconsistent corner number, numbers, I'll say. So uh, if we're getting so much value here at plus 220, uh, I'll take Luton Town race to five corners. Right there. And then, I mean, that you can actually throw this together in a single game parlay. I'm not sure what it'll come out to, but I guess they're not really related. But throwing Luton Town double chance at plus 110, you could probably get to uh, plus 400 there with that bet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it is interesting. That, I mean, they're missing a couple of players, I guess, for Brighton, but or could be missing a couple of players. So, I mean, the, the more like anytime you're chucking James Milner and into your midfield, you're probably not getting out on the front foot as much as you typically would. Um, but yeah, I mean, Luton Town in their past four away matches too, they, they lost to Chelsea 3-2, they lost Arsenal 2-0, and then they drew their previous two against Crystal Palace and West Ham. So it's not like they've been winning games away. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see if they they do in fact have a bit more defensive setup that you kind of reference. Yeah, I put together you can't do race to race to corners bets, at least on in single game parlays over at DraftKings. All of our odds we get from DraftKings, but I put together over four and a half corners for Luton Town and then Luton Town double chance and you're getting plus three twenty odds there. So if you like both those bets, you can you're basically I guess that's basically two twenty plus one ten there. That's that's eh, okay odds there, I'll say. Yeah. Uh Next game we are talking about, we're moving to Wednesday. So let's look at Wednesday. Again, this is our soccer betting page over at RotoWire. You can compare odds at four different sports books, and it'll give you the best odds for each of those. We also we got Tottenham are at home, Manchester City at home, and Liverpool are at home on Wednesday. So three games where I guess I guess Liverpool are a bigger favorite at home against Chelsea than Tottenham are at home against Brentford, which is kind of surprising. 
Uh, a little surprising just because Brentford have been struggling a bit. But uh, look at this. We got Liverpool at minus 180 here at home against Chelsea to win. Then Chelsea are plus 425. The draw is plus 370. And then if we're looking at goals, you're probably going to want to go to, if you want to go go goals, you're going to have to go to over three and a half. That's plus 110. Under three and a half is minus 135. So as usual with Liverpool matches, goals are expected. And then Chelsea's back line, uh, kind of unpredictable. Injury-wise, we should get Ben Chilwell into the starting 11. Amalu Gusto probably not going to be able to rate his start. And Cuckoo is going to be in the squad, according to Pochettino. Uh, Levi Colwell, I believe, actually is out. Um, so there are a couple injuries. Probably going to be Chilwell and DeSassi as fullbacks. Um, something to keep an eye on. And then Liverpool, I don't know, maybe you have – thoughts on what their lineup's going to look like, but we have so many players returning from injury that it's, it's unclear how Klopp is going to want to line up here. A lot of these guys, I think actually all of them, Sobislai, Robertson, TAA returned off the bench. Uh, I think they played Saturday in the FA cup. So is Alexander Arnold going to start again? Is Robertson going to start? Is Sobislai going to start? Who's going to start in the front three without Salah? Who's out for another couple of weeks. McAllister is returning from whatever injury he had. So there's a lot, there's a few questions here for Liverpool and it's mainly because uh, this might be the healthiest they've been in a few months now. So uh, you're the Liverpool guy. So do you have any insight into how Liverpool is going to line up here? Yeah, I, I was just taking a peek here. Um, we got Robertson in the starting lineup. I mean, he's been out for three months now, four months, like three and a half months. He, he it, played. He came on at 55 came minutes. Off, yeah. came off the bench against Norwich City to play like a half hour or so. I would, I'm a little weary that he'll come in and start again right away. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep Joe Gomez out there, who's been playing pretty well um, in at left back, and then maybe just bring in Robertson in the second half. Um, and then, but the other thing is the Sobosla and Alexander Arnold came back into the lineup um, on Sunday as well. I wouldn't. I would. I think Trent could probably. I mean, he was out for what three weeks with a, like a little minor kind of knee injury, three four weeks. I wouldn't I be. Think surprised. it was hamstring though, wasn't it? I think it was hamstring. Okay. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back in the lineup over Robertson, just because you know the extent of time that they've both been mm-hmm. out is, is like a little bit different. He's probably fit. You know, a little bit more fit hasn't quite lost it as as Robertson has. So that's probably the one thing I will say. Like they've had Gomez and Bradley at the at the uh, outside backs, and I mean Bradley's coming off two assists against Norwich City. Gomez has been really strong, still trying to get that first goal for the club. Um, overall, this is a great matchup. Like it's, I mean, they, they played to the one one draw earlier in the season. I think that was the first was that the first game of the season. It was back in August. Um, Chelsea. You know, despite all the problems that they've had, you know, maybe a little bit earlier in the season, they've been super strong lately. I think they've got four wins in their past six. Uh, I will say a lot of those have come, you know, at least home um, away. They they have haven't been quite as good. They <laughs> looking at their 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 record in the Premier League away. Uh, they they did just come off that three two win over Luton Town. Prior to that, they had four losses in a row to, to Wolves, Everton, Man United, Newcastle United, in which they didn't look that great. Um, I, so it's interesting that I did kind of think that given Chelsea's form, like the amount of points they've gotten in the in the past like month or so, that this would be a little bit tighter than minus 180. And I think you said uh, plus 425 for Chelsea. I thought it would maybe be a little closer, like minus 150, my like plus 300 ish so the money line i mean obviously minus 180 you're not getting anything um 
So I, I felt that like that was a little bit off, but I think overall you look at these two teams and, and you know, they've seen plenty of each other in the last like couple seasons. Of course they, they last season, I think they just had Premier League games um, where both, both, both league games were nil nil last year. Uh, of course they had the one, one draw back in August, but even back, you know, going back to the previous season when they played for two cup finals, um, both of those matches were zero zero after 120 minutes. They both went to penalty kicks. Um, so we've got two goals in the past 10 or past five matches for between these two teams. So leads me to believe like maybe we're not going to, you know, of course we're missing Salah up front. I think we have Armando Broja in the starting 11 for Chelsea so missing a little bit of a, a bit of the fireworks up front um, for for both teams, I guess Liverpool still still most of their attackers, but given the given the recent you know matchups they've had and and you know missing Salah, missing Cuckoo, missing some of those other guys up front, I feel like there's a lot of value in the unders here. Um, I've got under two and a half at plus one eighty five. Kind of going for it on this one. Pretty big odds. I, I just don't think that we're going to see like a 2-1. I think this is going to be a pretty cagey affair. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea are able to pick up points here. Also, Liverpool, one of the better teams um, defensively at Anfield. So that, that kind of plays a role in it too. I kind of like I like the under 2.5 here at plus 185. And then I think I saw – this is a, a random bet that I chucked to Adam here before the show, but Darwin Nunez to give an assist is plus 300. As just a fun little bet if you're interested in something like that. He's been, you know, maybe not the most prolific in front of net, but uh, has been, you know, linking up for a lot of assists and goals. So, yeah, if he's on that, uh, if he's on that left wing again, which I think he was in that last league match when Diaz was kind of on the right side a little bit in that solid role. Uh, it, I mean, if it's going to be Desasi there at right back, if you got Darren Nunez going against Desasi, yeah. uh, like good luck, I guess. There's, um, there's, there's certainly a speed difference there. I mean, Desasi a little, probably a little more comfortable at center back than outside back. Yeah, it's just like Reese James is out, Malagusto not ready to start, kind of a thing. So they have another. I don't know if he's like 18 or 19, but Elfie yeah, Elfie uh, Gilchrist, I believe, is his name, uh, has been getting some minutes there lately in some cup matches. So maybe he starts, but uh, I wouldn't project that. Uh, yeah, the more I was looking at it, I was thinking maybe Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool win in a clean sheet. You look at Chelsea, uh, their last away match at Middlesbrough game when they probably had like three great chances to score. They ended up losing 1-0. They had that Luton Town match we just talked about, but before that, 2-1 loss at Wolverhampton, 2-0 loss at Everton, 2-1 loss at Manchester United, and then they lost 4-1 at Newcastle. A lot of losses, a lot of low-scoring low games for them, kind of struggling a little bit. I will say Nicholas Jackson – could be an option from the bench. Uh, his team, his uh, his country just lost. I want to say yesterday, and Pochettino mentioned he could be he could be back with the team tomorrow. Uh, but again, I mean, it's not going to be starting. I doubt he's going to be starting. You know, forty eight hours after. Yeah, it was uh, yesterday. They lost in penalty. I, be- I believe so. Yes, Senegal against Ivory Coast. Yeah, yeah on penalties. Yeah, so. He's not going to be starting, so I wouldn't, you know, put too much thought into that. But I'm kind of on the same vein as Chris here. So the one thing I, I noticed from a lot of these Liverpool games, at least without Salah, is in the first half they just there's no goals that they're struggling to score in all of these games. Uh, and then suddenly in the second half, whether it's you know a clap rotation or just like a halftime talk, then it's like okay, Liverpool turn it on, 
two goals in the second half, three goals in the second half, something like that. But so many of the recent games, no goals in the first half. And I threw together a single-game parlay here for this one. Uh, Liverpool money line with under one and a half goals in the first half that's plus 180 odds so we're getting we're getting plus 180 on both of our bets but you said you weren't that confident well not as confident in Liverpool money line but uh, I think I mean you're, you're on the under one and a half goals in the first half but we're getting same odds here do you like I assume you like your bet a little more but uh, 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 I think I like my bet a little more <laughs> I mean so for me the thing about the money line is they've played to five straight draws in five straight matches like it's they've been Liverpool and Chelsea yeah yeah, Liverpool and Chelsea yeah like they've been super cagey affairs I mean Chelsea obviously have a laundry list of injuries and Liverpool kind of getting their 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 guys back which is is certainly actually I think it's been more than that yeah I guess because they had all these they had these cup games that went to penalties seven straight draws between these two teams so if you're interested in that you you can go over to the I guess what would a draw be a draw be plus 370 that's kind of that's kind of uh, intriguing, at least just for a fun one. I mean, seven straight draws is is uh, nothing to scoff at. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, no saw, obviously a big miss there. Um, the money line is what scares me. Uh, I do, however, love a. I think Liverpool. There's there's some stat out there like Liverpool have gained the most amount of points from losing positions this season. They they love giving up an early goal. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, you can get Chelsea first goal at plus one seventy. So something to consider there too, but yeah, the, uh, the money line. And then, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're both on the under here a little bit. I mean, yours is just first half mine's mine's overall, but yeah, I think, I think we're kind of aligned on, on uh, not seeing a ton of goals in this matchup. So Liverpool at home this season, the only time they've dropped points home against Arsenal, which, okay. Um, that was a game where, you know, there's the Arsenal game. But and the other game was that Manchester United one where Manchester United came into the match without Bruno Fernandes and didn't play didn't play to win. Uh, they, played for, they played for the scoreless draw, and that's what they got. Those are the only two times Liverpool have not won at home this season. That includes cup play. That includes Europa League. Uh, so I, I like that. That's what I'll say in my favor. I would say a little worried just looking at some of these results about your under two and a half bet, but yeah, they've uh, been filling it up at home for sure. But there's, there's been a lot of goals scored and a lot of goals allowed in, in some of these Liverpool home matches, but, but yeah, it hasn't been, you know, it hasn't been like that without, without Salah though. Uh, he, yeah, he played in that Newcastle game. So we're only looking at basically two home matches without Salah. One of those was the Fulham game in the League Cup where they really didn't have a ton of opportunities until they scored in the 70th minute. They scored back-to-back goals. One of those was a deflected goal. And then this other home game was against Norwich City, so how much are we going to put into that? So so there's a lot of goals in these home matches, but uh, maybe some context uh, will help a little bit when, when we're looking uh, at things. I mean, the, the plus 180 is... <laughs> Uh, indicative of of the, the the fact that maybe there's been a lot of goals at home, but that's why we're taking plus 180 because we're getting some pretty nice value there. Actually, didn't it, didn't the last time we have a, a Liverpool game you took the under? I did. What game? What game was it? That was the last, the most recent game. It was uh, that was a Premier League game, so that would have been Bournemouth, I think. I want to okay. say, yeah, that's that's right. It was okay. It was like no goal at half. Bournemouth looked really good. <laughs> Uh, Jota got like a quick double and then they finished it up with like a Darwin. 
yeah. like back corner. Like it ended up being four and L, but it was the the, the under it, looked pretty good for quite a while. You probably <laughs> could have cashed out at halftime and got yeah, a got decent money. amount of money. Yeah, forty ninth minute, seventieth minute, seventy ninth minute, and then ninetieth minute for those goals. So yeah. that's fun. That's a fun way to lose under two and a half bet. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's happened to me. It was your one second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game, we got two games on Thursday. This is the final day of game week 22. Wolverhampton are home against Manchester United. And, uh, you know, the odds makers are, are starting to come around a little bit here on this Manchester United team because these odds uh, kind of surprised me a little bit because, you know, Manchester United against Wolverhampton, this is usually like a spot where they'd be a little more of a favorite than this. We got Wolverhampton plus 170 to win. Manchester United plus 160 to win. The draw is plus 250. Over two and a half goals, minus 130. Under two and a half goals, plus 105. So we still got Joe Gomez suspended for Wolverhampton. Sarabia has some kind of calf issue. Uh, he Chan is still out at the Asian Cup. So those are the absences for Wolverhampton. Manchester United, kind of similar to Liverpool, who just got a, just a bunch of guys back from injury. Uh Luke Shaw started in the FA Cup. Lissandra Martinez started. Casemiro started. All these guys have missed recent time. And then, of course, we have the issue going on with uh, Marcus Rashford in yeah. whatever is going on with him. But it sounds like he's going to be available for this. I don't know if he's going to start. doesn't seem like a start that uh, doesn't seem like a Ten Hag is going to be like, okay, after you pissed me off over the <laughs> weekend, I'm not, he's, I'm not going to start you uh, in this game. But Never know what their relationship is like here. So uh, Wolverhampton home against Manchester United. Uh, what do you got here? Manchester United coming coming off a Newport County win in the FA Cup. Yeah, this is interesting. It's almost even odds. Like you, you, you would never see that in previous, I guess maybe you would, but in previous seasons where it's like Man United barely, fa- barely favored away to, to uh, Wolverhampton. I think Wolverhampton's plus 170 money line. I mean, the, the return of like Luke Shaw is a, a really nice addition for them. I am interested to see what goes on with Rashford here. Like, I mean, we saw what Ten Hag did with Jaden Sancho. I mean, like guy just never played and then got loaned out uh, following some disciplinary and, issues. Yeah, then he scored. Or in the yeah, now he's like lighting up for him. So you, you got to wonder there, but I'm, I don't know anything about that. Um, Rashford apparently was like pictured at a club the night after saying he had an illness or I don't, I don't really know what the whole, I'm not he on the back late, page. He was yeah. late to training or something. Cause he, yeah. he was at a club at hours earlier. Hey, not the first footballer to ever do that. Right. So, you know, at least there's a body of work for, for those guys. But yeah, I mean, you look at the, yes, United just did just get like a nice four two went over, over noted Newport County here. So like maybe not the best opponent, but good for the confidence either way. We look at their past six matches in the league, and they have not been good. They've got one win in the past six, two draws, three losses. And then you even, like, go back and, and look at their United's away form. I mean, they, they lost to Nottingham Forest. Uh, that was away. That was back in December, so lots changed since then. But lost to West Ham in just before Christmas. They drew Liverpool, of course, away. That was, I mean, great point for them. And then they lost to Newcastle the previous match away. So they have not been good away. However, you look at Wolverhampton at home, they've been really, really strong. Beat, Chelsea, uh, beat Everton 3-0, beat Chelsea, drew Nottingham Forest, beat Burnley, beat Tottenham. And then even then, and they, they drew Newcastle, Aston Villa, and then 
and then the probably best result of the season is they beat Man City at home. So they've been, I think they're unbeaten in the past, would that be eight matches at home um, in the league? So been really, really strong lately. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to, you know, I woke up. We needed some big bets. I'm, I'm, you know, the the the, uh, the overall record here for me this season. I've been getting a little too conservative, so I was like, you know, what can we do to to maybe catch up on a little bit of that? Um, I love Wolves uh, form at home. United, obviously, some question marks. What's going on there? I the, the one thing that does concern me, and you you brought it up brought it up right off the top, is the return of some of their players. Um, but I'm going Wolverhampton money line. They've taken some scalps this season at home. Um, I mentioned City. I mean, Chelsea, Tottenham, they've got some really, really strong results. Uh, I would have loved to take the double chance, but it's, it's you know, not, not quite big enough here as we consider some bigger bets. So I'm on Wolverhampton Moneyline. I just love what they're doing at home. Um, that's plus 170. I don't think I need to explain it too much more than, than we have. Yeah, Wolverhampton at home, pretty good bet. The one thing that's kind of surprising to me every time I look at the table, you know, everyone always talks about, okay, Manchester United struggling, Eric Ten Hag out, and, and they're still sitting eighth place in the table. They're three yeah. points above Wolverhampton. There's still there's still all these games where they, they get results that we, we kind of don't expect uh, kind of a thing. And – it's just been kind of how their season's gone. They're getting they're getting it guys back from injury, but I'm still like tentative about how much that means because a lot of these guys, you know, Casemiro was kind of I don't know. He I think he was dropped from the starting eleven before his injury because he wasn't really playing that well. Uh, I mean, Anthony also starting over Rashford here is is another kind of a question there about what he can do. Um, Luke Shaw is, is the one where maybe Luke Shaw is the guy that kind of gives them a boost a little bit just because he started every game in which he's been available this season, but he's been hurt so much that he only has like 10 starts. Yeah. He has 10 starts across premier league and champions league this season. So maybe he is, he is the, uh, the one guy back from injury that is maybe most important, um, playing yeah. at left back. So maybe you can look at it like that, though, uh, as I'm looking at some of the results. I guess some of the bad results have come when Luke Shaw played at center back. So it's kind of it's kind of tough to uh, to read into these guys returning from injury. So I'm not going to you know dive further into that. But I got Wolverhampton race to five corners at plus 110. Um, you know, a little group think here. A lot of our bets are kind of related. Uh, as you know, they're not the same bets, but like your bets are, are kind of all going to mine here. So you went through the, your spiel spiel of uh, Wolverhampton at home. So I'm not, I don't have to say anything more, but Wolverhampton, uh, why, why do we think uh, Wolver, uh, Manchester United are going to get uh, rack up corners in this spot? I think a bet against Manchester United corners a lot this season and, and it's turned into winning bets for me. So we're getting plus money on it, uh, which means kind of similar to the uh, to money lines. Uh, the odds are, are similar for both these teams to get to five corners. So if we're getting plus odds, I'll take Wolves race to five corners at plus 110. And then similar to a prior bet, Wolves money line plus 170. Maybe just throw that into a single game parlay if you like both of them. Probably getting close to uh, plus 300 odds there. So 
kind of love it. Yeah, inter- interest. Uh, you could go ahead and just completely fade the Kids and Wagers podcast too, and, and probably have all the opposite bets of us. So certainly a little, you know, I'm a little weary of the group think uh, when we pull up the Slack this weekend and and see how the bets are doing, but <clears throat> should be interesting. I- yeah, I would say like the one thing that that Ten Hag likes to do is play for one nil wins, but this yeah. Wolverhampton team is so good at scoring off the counter that no, maybe I guess maybe that does play in the one nil. You know, okay, Manchester United get a goal in the first half and then they sit back a little bit, play for that one nil win. That doesn't help Wolverhampton because their best thing is probably getting Pedro Neto out on the wings getting Cunha out and getting those guys out on the counter. Maybe that's their best route of scoring. So maybe if Manchester United score, maybe I, maybe okay. what I was getting to is if you think Manchester United win, I think just take them, take them win one nil uh, instead of, and then you're getting, I don't know, plus 700 odds or something like that. So yeah. that is what, if you're, uh, if you're opposite of us, that would be my suggestion uh, yeah. for Makes this sense. game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not actually. Oh, here we go. Plus seven fifty for one uh, nil Manchester United win. Could be interesting. You got. I mean, on the red wire cheat sheet here too. Man United giving up, conceding per ninety six point four three corners a match. So they're they rank third in terms of corners conceded. This total or is that away from home? That's total. I'm just looking at the cheat sheet. Okay. Toggling to conceded and then uh, just for corners, you can toggle that. 7.3 away from home. Oh, really? Wow. So got to make you feel, I mean, the race, the race is a, another aspect of the bet, but you should feel a little sense of security that they can hit five corners at least, which is sometimes a, the toughest part of these race too. That's, that is true. That is true. Speaking of the cheat sheet, I got that up. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, make sure to like our video, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We got a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, We got DFS videos as usual. We got a lot of content videos, lineup videos, a lot of stuff going on. We might have some MLS coverage uh, videos as well as MLS gets closer. So something to keep an eye on. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, but Chris, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. 48-hour trial to get this cheat sheet. Look at all these games here. Manchester City. We'll just get into team parlay here because you're talking about this Manchester City-Burnley match. Manchester City are almost a 90% favorite to win this game. Implied goal total at 2.69. Clean sheet percentage. Uh, this may be one of the higher ones I've seen this season, but their clean yeah. sheet percentage is 50 
6% home against Vincent company and Burnley. Uh, tell us about this game. Manchester city is like, uh, they're just starting to get the gemstones back. You know, the, the Holland is coming back. De the Bruna righteous is, gemstones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Righteous gemstones. Um, they're, they're just, they're, they're just really getting all their pieces back. You know, it's about that time in the year when they just put the, the pedal to the metal and just bulldoze everybody. Um, De Bruyne came back and they got that. I think this feels like forever ago now, but this might've been like two weeks ago, three weeks ago where they got that, that late win over Newcastle. Um, De Bruyne comes on, puts in, you know, a, a pinpoint world-class ball, uh, to, to, is it Oscar Bob? And then he finishes it off with that really, really lovely touch. Um, in Holland, I, I don't see if he's coming back yet, but I'm just like, um, he, he'll, he's going to be in the squad. I think Pep said everyone is healthy. Uh, I just don't think Holland's going to start after eight weeks out. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So anyways, they're, they're just like, it's, it's that point in the season when they, they're just like, all right, you know, let's kick it into, to another gear here and let's just like go through everyone. Um, that's not my bet. However, I, I do think that plays a role in, in what's going to happen in this game. Burnley, obviously way overmatched against uh, city side. I think it's what, like second and last place, essentially second and 19th place. Uh, so anyways, enough about that. Uh, looking at Manchester you to, city. I'm you had to make sure to, to say man city second place. I know, I know what you're doing here. I had to, I was, I got the, I got the table pulled up here. I'm, you know, just seeing, just no, saying what's said, real. I know you had to tell the people, you had to remind them about first place. I know. I know what Who's you're doing first? here. I didn't, I didn't even know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got, I got a Manchester City over seven and a half corners. I mentioned, you know, them getting their, their, their engines going here, but you look at their past five matches um, in terms of, the amount of corners they've gotten. They played Tottenham in the FA Cup. That was last weekend. They, they, uh, I think Nathan Ake had a late winner there on a off a, you know, some might consider it a little bit of a dubious goal, but I think Vicario really needed to come out a little bit stronger. Um, they had 14 corners in that game. They played Newcastle prior to that. They had 13 corners. Huddersfield, again, that was, a, I believe, that was an FA Cup match. Um, 11 corners. They had Sheffield in the uh, in the league again, and that was 12 corners. And finally, uh, Everton, they barely got over that. Uh, I mentioned uh, seven and a half. They had eight corners in that match. So I'm, I'm smashing this uh, this Man City over seven and a half corners. They're leading the league in, in corners overall. I think they have a little over 160 corners in, in 21 matches. Um, I think Brindley are going to be locked in. They're going to be sitting back. City's going to have a ton of possession. They're going to absolutely just kind of put them in, put them in the pain cave, I think here. So I would, I, I love this over, over seven and a half corners. And that is minus one ten. Minus one ten. So I, I, I looked at else elsewhere for uh city bets, but like, I think you had to go over two and a half or over three and a half for a team, team total goals. And I'm not going for four goals. Um, I think the over is, is, is pretty big too. So I, I try to pick a bet where I'm just like, let's take city. They're so heavily favored. Um, and the best I could find is the quarters where you're getting close to even odds. Yeah. For this, uh, looking at the cheat sheet here, right around Burnley or right around Manchester United for corners allowed away from home. Uh, so I'll ask you, are you, what if, are you worried at all? Let's say Manchester city score three goals in the first half and don't, uh, don't push it all. Are you worried that they only have seven corners in the last two games against Burnley and nine goals? 
I mean, that's a that's like right up the thin line between heaven and hell there, you know. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. But who knows if they don't I guess if they got go up early and they have like, you know, two or three in the first like half hour, first forty five, then it'd be a bit concerning. But heaven traditionally, I mean, they don't traditionally keep their just like pull off on the reins. You know, they've smashed teams too. So we'll see. That would be a little bit concerning, but I, I just like you look at those past five matches and you just expect them to be. If I would love it if Burnley could like keep a clean sheet through like forty minutes here, and then we would I would feel pretty good about this bet. Yeah, I think a lot of that. Uh, just look at their lineup here. Vincent Company at his press conference today and gave no information on any injuries outside of uh, Nathan Redmond being out for the season after surgery. So, like Charlie Taylor, Jordan Byer, probably their best center back, Sander Berg in the midfield, just a lot of these regular guys. And then their their backups are all kind of championship-level players. So I think, you know, going into this bet, maybe a lot of that has to be – you're kind of hoping that some of these guys return from injury. And we, we honestly don't know anything about them because company doesn't reveal anything. And I, the Burnley reporters don't really know anything either about these guys. So the hope here for your bet, I'd say, is hopefully, you know, Taylor and Bayer back in the starting 11, uh, which will give them a little more because, you know, guys like, uh, I don't know, Hans Delcroix uh, on the back line against Man City, I don't think it's, it's, a, uh, it's a good thing for Burnley. Um, my bet here, uh, we got to get this team parlay back, back here. We're we're down a little bit. I've hit my last three. I looked at it. I've hit my last three team parlay bets. I was, I, I guess I haven't mentioned. I was four zero in our last show. So uh, yeah. shouts, shouts to me there. But I got another single game parlay, and Tottenham are home against Brentford, and I think there's going to be goals in this one. Brentford games have had a lot of goals lately. Tottenham games have had have also had a lot of goals pretty much all season. But we know Brentford's issues with. You know, fullbacks, wingbacks being injured. Uh, Neil Ma- or sorry, not Mape. Ivan Tony is back in the starting. <laughs> is back in the starting eleven, so uh, that helps Brentford score. That doesn't help them defend. They've had massive issues defending recently. I think there's going to be goals in this one, and I think Tottenham playing at home. I think they're going to win. Big news for Tottenham here. They still don't have Sun. Uh, they still don't have. Uh, no, I guess they have pretty much everyone else, but. Uh, I guess Nosar and Basuma are still out. I think actually both of them played a day in African Cup of Nations. Um, but James Madison is back. So that's another boost here for this. I got over two and a half goals in the single game parlay, but I also have Tottenham money line. So the single game parlay is Tottenham money line with over two and a half goals at plus 110. You combine that with Manchester City over seven and a half goals at minus 110. That is plus 300 on the team parlay here. So do you think, uh, what do you think about Tottenham here? Uh, this is a pretty, I like this game. I think this is like a 3-1 three, three, kind of result here. 4-1 uh, maybe if, if I want to go heavy. The hope is that it, it's not, uh, it doesn't turn into a 1-0 game, which which Tottenham have done this season. But I think James Madison back is going to lead kind of lead to a little more excitement for Spurs is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean the one the one nil results have really only come in the FA Cup. Different dynamic, I think, overall. But you look in the league and like two two against United, three one over Bournemouth, two um, one over Everton. Like they, they there's been no shortage no shortage of goals in these Tottenham matchups. I don't I 
in terms of this parlay, uh, the over two and a half is is the easy part, um, I think. And then just Tottenham money line is is where I would probably be concerned. But yeah, she's a fun one. Um, Tottenham easily the probably the one of the most fun teams to watch in this league. And, and James Madison coming, I think he, he came off the bench. Did you say against against City? I think. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a huge get. I mean, he's their best. I mean, maybe him and Son are their best player. I'm curious to see when Van de Ven starts to come back into their lineup because that's a that's a. Big... He's been playing. Van de Ven's back. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, yeah, they're, they're yeah. I guess he started again in that city game. So they're they're getting their pieces back too here. So too, um, inter- really fun bet and yeah. See if Brentford can kind of bounce back a bit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Brentford. They are, you know, I think we talked Here. about them last show. Maybe I don't Wait. know, but. Yeah, we did because we had the uh, we talked about the Ivan Tony yeah. anytime goal scoring odds, and then we had uh, and then we didn't take it. We didn't take it. <sighs> yeah, it was plus like something pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. And then he got uh, uh, ridiculed on Twitter for I don't know seventy two hours after that. But yeah, I lo- I love the play. I love the like you know the little foam move move the ball move the foam. Honestly, then, like I tweeted, wall was brutal. Like that wall was yeah. Even I tweeted he, about it, but like I think Messi did that at yeah. some point in the past year. I don't know if it was in the World Cup or something. Like he he does that all the time. He moves the yeah. ball when no one's looking, kind of a thing. Yeah. And like everyone's like, "Oh, look how smart he is!" And then Tony does it, and everyone's just like, "He's cheating. Get him yeah. out of here." Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I mean, coming off coming off eight months gone. I mean, people kind of have that that narrative <laughs> stuck. But uh, yeah. I mean, who's 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 like got on a soccer pitch and hasn't you know? move the ball or like try to take a step on a ball as, on a free kick or done as part of the game. That's part yeah, of the game. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was all for it. Matt Turner's got to step a better wall too. I think at the last, like he's like telling his guys to move over and the defender turns around, they'd like take a, like a slight step, right. And Tony's got the ball to the left and yeah, it was not, not great, but. It's a tough life for Matt Turner. Uh, so they signed, they signed <laughs> Vlachid, they signed Vlachidimos and then he got a couple starts, and then he was benched. So Turner's back, but I've seen rumors of Nottingham Forest signing another goalkeeper. So uh, they're just trying everything because apparently they do not like Matt Turner. So uh, shots to him. But that's all we got here for Kits and Wagers. A winning show. We got a lot of winning bets here. Chris, thanks for joining me here. You can find him at chr 8 on Twitter. I'm at Roto's a Drake. You can also follow Roto Wire Soccer. That's rotowiresoccer.com slash soccer trial. To get the cheat sheet, make sure to like and subscribe to everything. Podcast, YouTube, good luck, everyone. Uh, I think, do we have Game Week 23 this weekend? I, you know, I, I haven't really looked ahead because yeah, there's uh, all these things going on. All right, so uh, yeah, uh, we'll probably be back later in the week then. We will be back on Friday or Thursday or Friday, probably. Probably Friday. Yeah, we go. Because we, yeah, got, we got, got this Thursday. Two Thursday matches. Maybe if we'll maybe it could be a we'll see, but it could be a beers and wagers or a cup, cups of coffee and wagers. On uh, I got a game. Uh, I got a game Thursday, so maybe we'll have to figure something out. I'll maybe do a post game beers and wagers, <laughs> something like that. We can work that and do it. All right, thanks for everyone for watching. Uh, good luck on your bets, uh, Chris. Good luck on your bets. We need we need to get uh, back in the positive here. Uh, I'm I'm almost I'm almost positive for the season. Yep. Uh, I like my bets this week. We got a plus two twenty. We got a plus one eighty. Uh, we got the plus three hundred parlay. We got a lot of plus bets. So uh, hopefully we can uh, win some of these. 
Good luck, Chris. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. It's only Tuesday, not weekend. Enjoy your week. Uh, see everyone later in the week. Thanks, Adam.